Hey, Jesus Without Baggage people. Hi, my name is Brittany. I can't spell as well as Eddie or um, or do grammar things or any of those things. So I'm going to use my voice because that's what I'm good at. <laughs> so basically, here's my testimony. When I was younger, I was raised with a lot of baggage. I was from uh, Church of God, Pentecostal girl, Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, all that stuff, slain in the spirit. But also grew up with Hell House. Um, you know, you are banging in the back seat with your man, and guess what? You get hit by a car, an hour later, you're going to hell. Um, unless you repent. So ever since I was young, it was fear-based um, faith. Really, it wasn't faith at all. I didn't get to know who God was. So I decided just to turn away from God because I was like, I can't do this. It was driving me crazy. My anxiety was pretty high. I was just always scared. Like if I thought a certain thought, I was going to hell. So I met this guy my whole life. I had a stepdad who was mentally abusive. So I always had to escape um, as a child. I, I was bullied in elementary school. Um, I was always different. I was very tall, taller than most of the teachers actually in fifth grade. So I the, the kids didn't like me. I, I, but I always stayed sweet, super smiley, had a, an imaginary crush all the time, the, the preacher's son, of course. <laughs> and eventually I lost weight and the men, the boys in high school, not men, let's, let's get that clear. Um, they sprouted up and they noticed me. Well, one noticed me and he was my first everything. 16 years old, hadn't even had my first kiss really. About 17, he became, we were each other's first everything. He became my new God. Um, Three years later, um, it was a relationship. He became a bodybuilder. Uh, Everything about me was picked apart. Um, If you had boobs, if you had this or that, I would marry you. Or he'd break up with me, take breaks, go be with other women until I became who he wanted me to be. And why did I put up with it? Well, the first year it wasn't like that, of course. And um, I was, I loved him. He was, he was, let's be real, he was my God. Like, if I'm being honest. Anyways, that relationship ended horribly. So much to the point where I tried to kill myself. Um, This is getting raw and real, guys. So I had to go away. Because when you get caught trying to kill yourself, you get in trouble. And still ended up back with him. Eventually, we did break up. Um, Went to college. um, Discovered alcohol. The little Christian girl was unleashed. And um, go dogs, lived in Athens, whoop, whoop. had a job as a cart girl at the Georgia Club. Um, the men were starting to notice me. I lived with two guys who owned a huge bar in downtown Athens, so I was like a celebrity there. I could have a different guy every night. I was just ego gone wild, but really inside I was just a little hurt girl who just needed God. Slept around, um, started dealing with drugs, got into different things. And then uh, alcohol was huge. And um, I had a lot of unhealthy relationships. An older guy who I was with for a year hoping, you know, while I was in cosmetology school, by the way, which I only joined because, you know, I started as a math major. I joined cosmetology school because I started partying and my grades were failing and I didn't want to hurt my GPA. Ended up being the best decision in my life. Um, Actually, let me tell you a quick story. I got a hairspray can and lit it on fire and threw it in a bush and almost got kicked out of school. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway, horrible. Um, had this long-term uh, sex relationship. Basically, he, he never was going to be with me, but I had this hope, you know. Um, I ended up working at my first salon after I graduated. 
um, my future husband walks in. No idea it was him. I'm sitting in the back um, eating and he sees me and goes, I want her to cut my hair. And I was like, "Uh, do you not know what I am doing? I'm a woman. I'm eating. Don't mess with me. And I told Chris, the girl I worked with, I said, tell him, I don't know how to do fades. He was a Marine. I don't know how to do fades. I, I suck. I just got out of school. And uh, he was, he didn't care. He said he wanted me. Well, I screwed up this boy's hair. It was so bad. Oh my God. He was like, you owe me dinner? Oh my God, you owe me dinner. I said, well, I'm kind of seeing someone. And it was my F buddy. You know, it wasn't going to go anywhere. But so I agreed to go out with him. And uh, first date, whole family there. Table full of people. He said, well, I figured you needed to meet my family because I know you're the woman I'm going to marry. Me, I'm like, what? Um, he was crazy about me and I wasn't interested. So ended up being he did become my husband. And it, was, it turned into a beautiful thing. We got married, moved to Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Drinking was still prevalent. Um, if a Marine's calling you a lush, you may be an alcoholic. All right, Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy. You know, you may be a redneck. Well, you may be an alcoholic if a Marine thinks you're a lush. And they all thought I was a lush. I thought I was normal. We would fight and fight. Finally, he deployed. It was, um, it was really hard. He left to Afghanistan and he never came home. Two weeks before he was supposed to be home or shortly before he was killed by an IED explosion. My life fell apart. I, you know, it, it, before he, it just, it was awful. I didn't know what to do. And while he was deployed, I was raped. Um, I never got a chance to tell him and I was drunk when it happened. So I beat myself up. I hated myself. I, I never took account of what the person did to me. It was about me being a whore wife. And he, um, so after he died, I threw myself into men, alcohol. I didn't know what to do. Um, I bought a house, dated a few guys, um, eventually met a really cool guy, had two beautiful children. And at this point I gained so much weight. And, I, and in the past, by the way, ladies I've, and, and guys, I've been raped even before this. And it just shows how much love I didn't have for myself and all the voids I was filling. I still didn't believe in God and all this. I had the gastric bypass, 300-pound woman, got huge, filled that void with food. So I've been there too. After my first child, got postpartum depression. Bam! Um, almost postpartum psychosis, having crazy thoughts. Uh, beating myself up over that, having thoughts that weren't my own. It was it was crazy. Um, I don't know if you've been through it. It was two years of postpartum depression. Couldn't bond with my child. Two years, horrible. So still hated myself. And but tried tried the church thing. Went to free chapel. Um, tried it because I was desperate. I needed something. I was going crazy. I owned my own business. Bought a salon. Um, it, you know, I wasn't emotionally stable or prepared for that. Uh, the stress of that just drove me even more crazy. Um, so I turned to alcohol and because the gastric bypass, it will speed up alcoholism by a million, by 20 years in two weeks. It got to the point where I was so drunk that I started having internal bleeding. Um, me and the kid's dad, um, I left and ended up at Lake Oconee living near my mom. And in between this time, I had a gazillion jobs. I sold my salon, um, lost so many jobs, moved so many places, my poor kids and, and all these things. Ended up at Lake Oconee, um, been in many detoxes and rehabs, just couldn't get sober, just couldn't do it. Um, and I somehow in my blackout, not only did I, at this point, I lost my children um, because of my drinking. 
I was at a point where I blacked out and I'd given up. I was just ready to go. I was like, if, you, if there's a God out there, I give up because I was looking down and the only way to look was up. And is that not a seed of faith right there? Is that not some form of faith? So I, I somehow blacked out, called this rehab and they ended up picking me up. I barely remember any of this. So this, this rehab came, picked me up from where I was. I had internal bleeding. I probably had maybe two weeks left or I would have been dead. Um, and oh, <laughs> fun fact, the beer that I chose, and I'm talking about the only beer I wanted to drink was Corona's. Yeah, a little weird, but um, I would make Christmas trees out of Corona bottles. That's how many I drank. It's making me sick thinking about it, but ended up in the rehab and my life changed. I had a guy who was a Marine there, a former Marine gunnery sergeant who said, Brittany, I'm just like you. I'm stubborn, strong-minded, intelligent, all these things. But he was like, what I had to do is just open the door, have eyes to see and ears to hear and just see if anything talks back. So that's what I did. And from then on, Jesus stepped through the door. That's all I had to do. I got out of rehab. I got into AA and through AA, I discovered that there's two different emotions that humans have. It all comes down to fear or love. And based on these lessons, I just was like, this sounds really familiar from all these stories I heard about Jesus when I was growing up. And I was like, oh my God, they were right. The Christians were right, but that means hell's real. That means hell's real. I don't want to go back to that. Or whatever. Oh my God. And then all these burning bush things happen. My stepdad, um, who mentally abused me um, as a child... I knew that was a resentment I was going to have to face to really get sober and, and move forward and forgive. And I prayed about it to whoever was God out there. I said, I, all right, well, let me call my mom. So mom, I need to somehow get in contact with this man. She goes, no, no, no. They weren't together anymore. I was like, okay, whatever. I tried God. Two days later, I haven't seen this guy. I haven't seen this stepdad in years. Shows up at my barber shop. Not only did I make amends, a freedom came off me I can't explain. I knew right then there was a God. There's no, there's no explaining. I'm getting like chills right now. There was no explaining it. Well, then I heard a voice. I'm standing outside, and at the time I smoked cigarettes, and I was smoking, and I said, I, I know you're real. There, there has to be something. I don't know if Jesus is real, but I know there's something. And I heard a voice inside me that was so clear. It said, be still, my child. Let me work my wonders. Just shut up. Don't worry. You don't have to do anything. It's, it's time for you to rest. And I was driving in the car and I was like, I'm going crazy. I'm hearing voices. Oh my God. And I said, I don't know. I don't know. And all, and I said, was that real? And all of a sudden I, I was driving and it was at night and a shooting star went across, stopped in front of my windshield and disappeared like an explosion. And it was so bright. It scared me. And I knew right then, cause it came right after my thought that Jesus was the son of God. He was the answer. Love is the answer. Love is the answer to everything. The love I felt in that moment was a daddy going, let me love on you. You know, let me fill those voids with love. It's not about hell. It never was about hell. That's not who I'm about. I am about love. And if it's not about love, it's a lie. And from that moment on, my life has changed. I could go on and on about the miracles that have happened. Um, It's not been easy. But I have a peace that I can't describe. And anyways, guys, that's my testimony. I'm sure I'm missing some things, but I've gone through it all. I can relate to every single one of you. I've, I've hitchhiked to Charleston. I've, I've had no home. I've, I've been through all the things. I've done drugs. I've done eight ball meth. I've done alcohol. I've done all the things. And you know what? I'm not ashamed because I am a child of God. 
I am a daughter of Christ, the Most High. I am redeemed, I'm set free, and I'm at peace. And I feel beautiful today. I love who I am. And I am here for any of you. And I love you all. All right. Bye.